Welcome to Renovation Nation with your hosts, renovation weapon Jen Jones and the resident DIYer Duncan Hyde. This podcast will help turn your renovation dreams into reality, arming you with the knowledge, inspiration, tips, tricks, and expert advice. Hello there and welcome back to Renovation Nation, uh, episode 8. If you haven't listened to it, you can go back in your podcast feed. It was all about uh, electrical for your home. Um, a little bit of commercial stuff thrown in the mix as well with Pauline. She was an absolute superstar. She was super awesome. nervous. She messaged me on Instagram. She's like, oh man, it actually didn't come out as bad as what I thought it was. I'm so hard on myself. And I was like, you know what? Like Heaps of people wouldn't put themselves in that position, having never yeah. done it before. But she was great. There was so many, so much good stuff. Um, for the questions, we've kind of decided to lump, like the majority of the questions were lighting-based, right? Yeah. Yeah, and we didn't really go into lighting too much in the episode, um, whereas we covered electrical quite a bit. So I thought I would kind of just run through, um, I've got about eight, eight bullet points of of thoughts around lighting that um, homeowners might want to consider. Great. Well, let's rip through them. Point number one. Always think about lighting early in the renovation process, um, just because it's a lot easier to run cabling once during pre-line. So obviously that's if you don't have linings on the wall, or before you paint, plaster and paint, and make good walls um, if you're renovating. I'd also like to just throw in there, don't underestimate um, the what lighting can do to a space. Yeah. Like you go to all that work, like getting a nice paint job and finishing and stuff, and then you kind of have a dark, dingy room. If you've got the right lighting, like it feels so much crispier, eh? Yeah, so I've got a couple of points to, well, to cover off on that. Great. Yeah, get the popcorn out. Because I'm not an expert. Point number two. Um, make it your own. So I don't know who said that you have to have three pendants over a kitchen island, but I don't think that that's like a rule people have to follow, and so many people do. So just like don't. Don't be afraid to challenge the status quo. Don't do exactly what you see everybody else doing. Think about, you know, maybe you've got a particular feature pendant that you like and you actually just want to put that up with a couple of LEDs around it. Just mix it up. Just, just make it your own. Do you know what? I, I haven't really, I've, I've still got to do that um, kitchen bench or the island bench lighting in our yep. place. And I know what I want, but just so expensive. I just want an, a real simplistic LED strip lighting yeah. that's bright with wires at each end and that's it. And I think the cheapest like a, like a linear light fitting you make. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And I think that's about seven hundred bucks is the cheapest I've found. Well, let me have a look at my suppliers. Great, website, thank you. And I'll come back so to much you. <laughs> and anybody else, if you want um, Jen to look at her supplies, it'll cost you just a little bit of money. Yeah, but it will say you'll probably save more. And because that's the thing when people pricing. go through you for you know as a consultant for yep. renovation. You actually uh, have all the hookups from all these yep. um, relationships that you've made over many mm. years in the business. So when you pay for you to manage a renovation, you're also paying for the hookups yep. as well, right? You know, like interior designers or builders or other project managers would clip the ticket. Mm-hmm. I just pass on the full the full trade saving um, as a perk of working with me, if you like. Nice. Yeah. Point number three. Downlights are only good at lighting the floor. <laughs> Is that what you want your focus point to be? Um, So, you know, use wall washers for artwork, use wall sconces um, for ambience, use task lighting in kitchens and bathrooms. Um, You know, downlights have a purpose, but they are not the only form of lighting I think you should use. Also, um, a lot of downlights you can turn now too. They're not static. So if you do have one, you can have it on the roof, but you can point it at a piece of artwork on the the wall. Ceiling, roof, ceiling, chest. Roof, outside, ceiling, inside. (laughs) (laughs) Point number four. Four. Lighting, I think lighting needs to be considered in the context of a space. So for example, like in a kitchen, you've got to think about how reflective 
your bench top might be or your splashback might be depending on what product you're using to finish those areas and similarly in a room that's painted dark or it's got dark furniture or furnishings you want to think about how much lighting is going to be absorbed by those finishes because that's actually going to impact how the lighting works in the space you could have the same lighting in two different rooms with different finishes and get a different outcome so uh let's say you've got a stainless steel um kitchen bench yeah which is reasonably reflective does that yep. mean you have less lighting or like lower lighting in that area it's probably more about position of lighting okay. um and just bearing it in mind yeah but you definitely don't need the brightest whitest light if it's going to be reflected around the space anyway being like working on the chopping board and just getting beamed in the eyes with a reflection <laughs> from the, the downlights off the ceiling yeah point number five to extend that point you're not at work um so light doesn't need to be like office lighting um so i once spoke to a um well the the lighting designer that i work with she says that 3000k is a really good color temperature for new zealand and 4000 for australia so just bear that in mind and try and have a consistent light temperature through your whole home as well for, so it's a little bit more harmonious it's totally worth um, and you were mentioning in the episode yeah. you can chat to someone to get like a lighting consultant and many lighting of the places yeah, yeah and they have um, you know obviously experts at the places that sell the lights but as well, yeah. looking at a light on a shelf doesn't give you any idea of what it's going to do to your space no so it could be worth because um, it's again, I mean the light fitting is just how it looks you know it's, the, it's actually the bulb that um, that kind of creates the the ambience but also I guess the the shade and the way that the light fitting directs light as well and uh, having that person come around to your house as opposed to being like oh yeah I've got a this is the size of my lounge and it's got a dining room off you know mm. like it's all well and good looking at but a it's set like of is plans. it north facing yeah are there lots of windows mm. yeah how do you use the space it's the actually something to? I've never thought about I'll no, just, and a lot of people don't, which is why it was quite interesting to have all the questions come in, and that's why I wanted to really deep dive into it as well. Point number six. Kind of, again, on this, that same topic, placement is everything. So, you know, we talked about stainless steel bench. So quite often people will place downlights, for example, in the walkway, the walkways around a kitchen, but actually what you want is to light what your work area is. So you would position task lighting or downlights over the bench so that you so that the light's coming down on the work area as opposed to being behind you and casting a shadow on your bench. So just thinking about practicality. And the other sort of main example is in a bathroom. Um, so I see a lot of people, and I see a lot of inspo of this as well, where there's a wall sconce just on one side of the mirror or the mirror cabinet. And actually what you want is them on both sides above eye line because otherwise half your face is going to be cast in shadow and the other half isn't so if you're doing makeup or shaving you or whatever. You're putting make like, your makeup way heavier on one side. Once, <laughs> you got nighttime makeup on one side and daytime, and daytime makeup on, on the other, other side. Yeah. Uh, point number seven. Dimmables are great. Historically, only used in dining rooms, and actually, they can be used anywhere, obviously. But particularly, like bedrooms are a good place to use dimmables. Kids' bedrooms, in particular, if you don't want to have a nightlight, but you don't want to have a bright light either. You know, you can turn it right down. Um, lounges and media rooms, um, even hallways. If you just want to have a light on overnight, you know, because drunk Duncan's coming home mm -hmm. after a night out mm -hmm. and Relatable. you don't want to hear him whack on the wall trying to find the light switch. <laughs> yeah, I, we've got dimmers in our house and I wouldn't have a house without them now. Nah. It's, it's so handy. Even in, like at the end of the night when you're watching the last thing on TV and you've had the lights on reasonably high yeah. and then you're like, oh, I'm starting to wind down. Just like yeah. you start to turn that down and you're almost giving yourself an unnatural sunset. Yeah, well, there is a, so there is actually a circadian light technology that you can install in your home as well that 
mimics the sunrise and sunset to help your body to naturally. This is good to know. I've got like blackout yeah. curtains in our, in our bedroom, and yeah. I'm and I actually feel you feel better when you wake up to the sunrise, yeah. and you rate, wake up at the right time of uh, you know a sleep cycle or whatever. Yeah, but hard to do with blackout curtains. You're not going to get up yeah. like in the middle of the night and like yeah. open them like, oh, can't wait for sunrise. So blackout curtains are a non-negotiable for my husband, whereas when we met, I was I would literally just sleep with like a linen sheer over like these big ranch siders in my bedroom in the property that I owned at the time. Hmm. And he hated it. He's like an eye mask person. <laughs> and I yeah, and I really miss waking up naturally with the sunrise, but to be fair, my kids probably wake up before sunrise now anyway. So Oh yeah. Same. Those days are gone. Uh, point number eight. So final one, um, design for your family. So, for example, you might have motional sensor lighting installed in the skirting boards in your hallway, like for kids that are toilet trained, getting up to go into the toilet in the middle of the night. Or, again, the drunken dunk example um, is another good one as well. Like, come mm-hmm. on when you open the door. Uh, also, make sure you get enough uh, sensors as well. Like, ours, yeah. ours is from the front door, and it's an owl shape down the hallway, and there's a couple of dead spots in it. So uh, okay. all, I, pro- I could probably get away with one more in there. Yep. And I just haven't done it because once I was like, oh, well, if I need it on, I'll just turn it on. And I hardly yep. ever use it because of that now. Because of that, yeah. You have to get all the way down and, like, stick your hand out, and then it goes on, you go, Thanks. To like wave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, some great tips there. Yeah. So what do people Google if they are looking at redoing their lighting in their house? Do they go to a lighting shop or they find a designer? And then how do you stop the designer trying to make a pedal you $700 LED yeah. strip lights? Yeah. Um, I mean, ask your electrician if they've got a recommendation. Some designers and architects, if you're working with them anyway on a concepted project or interior design um, scheme, then they'll have some input. Um I have worked with Laura from Social Light. She's based in Cambridge. She can do remote um, lighting designs. She also stocks lights, so you can buy the lights through her yeah, as well. Yeah, that's easier. Um, yeah, and she's a former electrician, so she knows what she's talking about. Um, and then, yeah, lots of other lighting companies like Mr. Ralph have quite a good range, and they've got a lighting consultant that work with them, or lighting consultants, plural, I think, that work with them. So, yeah, I think um, start with either your electrician, your designer, or a store that has a light fitting that you like and see if they've got somebody who can help. Perfect. All right. Well, if you do, if that sparked any more questions, as always, you can send us questions through to our Instagrams the easiest way, at Renovation Nation Club, uh, and then we will get to them. We're probably at some point going to do a episode... Uh, of just random questions that have come yeah. through because there's a bit of a backlog of those. So if you have sent a question through, we have seen it, but we do get a lot of them. So um, as always, we do appreciate you. Next big episode drops on Wednesday morning, and this is not a vanilla Reno with Sophie. <laughs> like, it is one of the coolest houses ever. She's taken on a lot. Yeah. And, and she's, doing a bloody good job too. Yeah. I actually haven't, because um, we chatted to her at the end of last year. Yeah. Uh, so I actually haven't jumped on her Instagram to have a wee check on how she's going, but but man, they have taken on some monstrous projects and within yep. that house themselves. Yeah. Um, so pretty inspiring if you're just like, at the moment, haven't quite got across the line to put some paint on a wall in one room. Look at people like that. They'll get you going. Yeah. 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 Get you excited. This has been Renovation Nation. Don't forget to listen to the rest of the episodes that are out now, as well as the tips and question and answer segments. Links to the guests, their companies, and the podcast are available in the show notes. Until next week, cheers.
And just like that, another episode of Renovation Nation done. All cheers to our mates at Florian Extra, who can help you with your inspiration right through the installation. Go and see them or check them out, florianextra.co.nz. Sticky DIY situation? Sally's is our nation's top name in adhesives, sealants, fillers and cleaning products for your renovation. Check out Sally's NZ on Instagram or Facebook for tips and tricks, ideas and info on all the great stuff from Sally's.